0: Hi, everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Lots of people write in to me with questions about the terms and concepts that I use in these podcast episodes and in my classes and sessions, enough that we decided it was time to address the most common ones to clarify what it is that I really mean. Things like, what do you really mean by frequency resonance? What is the Xiphoi process and why does that keep showing up? And what is the pain body and why is it important to clear it? And a whole lot more. So if you'd like to go deeper and find out some important nuances to some of my shorthand terms, then this is the episode for you. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing the critical components of frequency work. So today I think it's gonna be more like a technical discussion
1: mm-hmm. because there's a lot of words and phrases that I'd like to unpack mm-hmm. that you use. And I'm, I'm kind of aware that at times When I'm in a GFC or a a group, a live event, Mm -hmm. you use all these phrases and words, and I'm getting it, I'm getting it. And then when I leave, I'm kind of like, what? Wait, what? What did she mean by that? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I know it's not important, but then, because you've said, you know, the words are not important, but then there's an aspect. Oh, me sorry. Well surely there's a little bit in there that's important.
0: <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna um, address that first. That's a great place to start. So when I'm giving a love event or a GFC or a deep dive or anything that you do with me, I'm talking, obviously, to your mind. And at the same time there's something else happening which is that your frequency resonance is rising because you're in training to the frequency resonance that I am in the field that I'm creating to help you clear your distortions. Mm. In the clarity of that field, in the clarity of that resonance, when you're in that field, things make sense to you because mm. you're like, you're not just receiving it f- with your mind. I know it seems like you're like listening to my words, your mind's like, dook, 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 dook. I understand that, yeah. but you're actually feeling sensing without being aware of it more than just words, you're actually receiving like um, from that that resonance, the information that's not spoken. Mm. Okay, so that's why in that field, when you're in it, it makes sense to you. You're like, okay, I can, I have no. Like, if you were logically sit back and think about it, you'd be like, maybe I didn't get all that. But when you're in the field of it, you're like, oh, I get it. Because you're not just thinking it. You're feeling, perceiving, being aware of it, even if it's unconscious. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So that's why if you, you know, listen to a GFC or watch a live event or are in a live event and then you off you go into your day, Mm -hmm. right? So Mm -hmm. now you're in your day, you're making dinner, doing work, picking up kids, whatever it is that you're doing, you're not in that same field. Yeah. So you're not... If you think about it logically, just with your mind, it's not at the same level of resonance. because you thinking with your mind, you're not at that same resonance, that field anymore. So you're not receiving that inf- same information. And what happens is that, um, so it can be a little bit. Like, mm. So um, on the one hand, it is important what I'm saying for your mind. You know, to you know, because we we're humans, mm. we have a, a mind. It's active. It likes to think. It likes to compare. It likes to break things down. That's what it does. So. It's helpful to understand with the mind, but it's not critical. So what I'll also say is, depending on your own frequency resonance, you'll understand more or less of what I'm saying to you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So there are people, for example, who start doing frequency work, and, you know, they start. So they're at a certain frequency level or resonance when they start, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone is at their own different rate of vibrational level when they start doing this work. And they'll hear something I say, and it doesn't really make sense to them. They're like, I kind of got what you said, but I kind of don't really know what the hell that was. Yeah. But if they keep doing frequency work and they listen to that same thing again and three months, they're like, yeah, got it. And the reason they got it is because their own frequency resonance has risen enough that they have taken in um, that Reson- like the information that's in the resonance of that field. Yeah. They, it's almost like they're more attuned because they're of a higher level order, more clear. So the information that's coming into them that's of a higher resonance, they can actually absorb.
1: Yeah. If I was to summarize it, it's almost like you are in a transfer of information, but it's not just um, somebody taking it and passing it to you. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like, you know when you're swimming in the ocean and the sun hits a ray on the ocean. Now you're always in the ocean mm-hmm. and then you move in the ocean and you feel the heat, the warmth, mm-hmm. everything. And and it feels different. And mm-hmm. you try to verbalize that and, mm-hmm. and you know you can at that time because you're in it. But then you come into the cold and you try to tell somebody, oh but over there and it's then so warm. Yeah, yeah, and the words are not quite what they were when you were in it, but mm-hmm. you experienced it, you know it now. Yeah. Kinda like that. Yeah,
0: it's like that because when your frequency resonance rises and you're receiving this information, it's not like you're exactly receiving it. It's like you can, you're able to attune to it. Mm. It's always there, like you said, around you all the time. All this information is accessible to us. All the consciousness levels are accessible to us. What, what gives us the ability to perceive them or be aware of them is how high our frequency resonance is. Mm. So it's just like in your example, you're in the ocean, you're aware you're in the ocean, you're swimming around. But you do, you're not necessarily aware when you're in the cold spot in the ocean that the warm patch where the sunlight's hitting the water yeah. is there because you're in the cold of the ocean. Yeah. So it's similar in the sense that, well, when your frequency resonance gets high enough, what you can perceive and be aware of that's of a higher frequency resonance is more available to you. Mm. And then when you know it, it's like an embodied knowing. Meaning, what does that mean, embodied knowing? It means that you know in every fiber of your being. You're like, that's true for me. You know, there's no mind. You're just like, yep, that's true for me.
1: Yeah, in fact, when it's an embodied noun for me, mm-hmm. there's zero doubt. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's never that, I don't know if I should, what do you think I should do? It's yeah. like, no, I'm doing this. Yeah. I can't explain to you why,
0: Yeah, but it's happening. Yeah, or, and it's not even just, or like, I just know. Like, yeah, that feels true to me. Like, yeah. I just know.
1: Yeah. You know? There's no
0: thinking. It's like,
1: nope. Yeah, and no doubt and self-questioning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Right. Yeah. Now, my other question kind of related, before I get to the technical discussion. Okay. Um, so, when I'm doing a live event or a GFC and I'm feeling and in training and absorbing all the information and all the different forms that it's available to me. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll move away from that. I still have that there now, right? Yes. It hasn't gone because I
0: left the GSE. Yes, that's a great question. Right. It's not like it's gone, like you said, right? So as you start to clarify and as your resonance goes up higher and higher, especially when you start to clear resonance of fear or you clear resonance of like habituation, mm. your ability to, well, first of all, you're just clearer. So you feel different. The way yeah. you perceive is different. The way you, you, you feel is different. Like everything is different. Now, do you have moments where you have like humanness or distortion comes up for you, or things trigger you, of course. But it doesn't mean that the work isn't still done. It just means there's something else for you to clear. Does that make sense? It's showing up for you to reach a higher level of clarity. And to answer your first question was, is it now gone because I've moved out of that field? No, you may not be as hyper aware of it, but it's still there Mm. in you. And would it be easier to get into again when I move back into it? Absolutely. And this is why the replays are so Powerful. Yes. Right. Exactly. And it's also why, like, it's interesting. You know, a lot of people ask me when I listen to um, something that you're doing live or for the first time, even if it's on replay, I tend to fall asleep. Mm. Right. It, like, knocks me out, right, in terms of being able to maintain conscious awareness. Like, yeah. I kind of drift in and out. I sometimes wake up, or maybe I'm asleep the whole time. My mom, by the way, falls asleep the whole time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's kind of funny. She snores. I was going to say, does ah, she snore? She does <laughs> snore. But anyway, so. Um, In any case, that just means that the frequency resonance is really high and your higher self is moving your conscious mind out of the way so you can actually absorb or integrate those frequencies and train to those frequencies faster Mm -hmm. because you're not getting in the way of yourself with thinking and all that sort of stuff. This is especially true for people who have really strong minds. You know, they have to have a certain kind of linearity. For some of you, you're just more efficient when you're asleep. You actually can detox your distortion patterns faster. You absorb things faster. So it just depends on who you are. And so it's similar, you know, you just, when, you, when you are then able to listen to the replay again, you know, because some people listen to it again again, and when you're able to maintain conscious awareness of the whole thing, you're like, oh, okay, that means I've integrated all those frequencies. Right. Can, it's kind of done. It's like a signal that it's done. Yeah, yeah.
1: okay. Ah, oh, I get it
0: now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so can we get to the technical bit? Yeah, sure. I do
1: have a little list. Okay, let's… Because, you know, I don't want to walk away from here saying, oh, I should have asked that question. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we kind of covered that one. What if I don't understand what she's saying? Yeah, not important. That's not important because you've just explained that. Yes. Okay. What do you mean by frequency resonance? There's a lot of definitions if you look that up. Yeah. And everybody has their own explanation for what it is, from a physicist to...
0: Yeah. What's yours? Yeah. So frequency resonance to me is, is, is quite simple. It's simply the vibrational rate that you embody, that you are at. So everything... Let me back up. Mm. So everything is vibrating, right? The quantum physicists have been talking about this for a while. Everything is vibrating at a particular rate. Mm-hmm. The rate of vibration determines what that thing is. So the slower the rate of vibration, the more dense and more solid the thing is. Mm-hmm. So for example, this chair, it's pretty solid, so the rate of vibration of this chair is much slower than say, for example, steam, mm-hmm. that's water, right? Those molecules are vibrating a lot faster. Yep. So that has to do with a very physical, those two things are very physical. but really everything vibrates okay even the things that we think are solid and the rate of vibration of everything determines how it shows up what it experiences and what it perceives now i say it because we're talking about things that are solid but in a human consciousness you know what i mean it's like much it's exponential so meaning it's a bigger spectrum from you know us as dense physical beings mm-hmm. that think we're finite and separate mm-hmm. okay and then there's a spectrum from that all the way up through awakened and then into the consciousness that is us, being aware of the consciousness that is us, being able to embody that consciousness, meaning have a physical experience of that consciousness. And it keeps going further than that, right? All the way up to vibrational level wise, all the way up to pure source, the oneness, you know, whatever you want to call it, the divine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So when you're saying that, though, I'm imagining that I'm just one frequency resonance. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, a lot of people do. You're not one. Right. You're actually like a symphony of resonances. Okay. That's what makes up you. you it's kind of like a beautiful chord. Okay. You know, on a piano, yeah. there's like many notes in the chord. It's similar. So there, you have many notes within the resonance that's you. It's like you're a signature or like um, a sound, but the sound is made up of different components. Does that make sense? Kind of. So could I also use
1: like a symbol? You know, am I a symbol? You know how that sometimes they have in yogic traditions and mm-hmm. um, a lot of the Tibetan, they'll have these mandalas. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of like the same thing? Like if I was thinking on my frequency resonance, could I, I liken it to that? So I'm not just a dot. Mm-hmm. I'm this kind of painted
0: picture. Yeah. or Yeah. So a lot of people would say, um, yeah, so it's not one thing like you're saying. So if you imagine it visually, mm-hmm. right? So you are part like... You're, you look like, so for example, blue, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you look blue, but there's so many shades of blue,
1: Ah right? Now within I that
0: blue, there's like, like all these dimensions of blue within what looks like a single shade of blue. Does that make sense? Yeah, blue. it does. It's The same with like a note, right? There's many, many within that note. Like it's really, it's not a single note. It's actually, simple. does that make sense? Yeah. There's more textures to it. There's more, there's more to it. More dynamic. Yeah, more dynamic. It's okay. richer than a single thing. All right. Yeah. But then that takes me to frequency
1: bandwidth. So is that, when you use that word, mm-hmm. do you mean, like, again, coming back to the color, I might be at the, the navy co- uh, end or blue, mm-hmm. and when I want to get to the edge of my frequency bandwidth or raise it, I'm going up to the lighter blues? Is yeah, that what you, you mean? can
0: think of it that way. So the way I usually talk about frequency bandwidth, and if you're curious about more on that, mm-hmm. then I would uh, recommend the episode called A Mastering the Frequency Band- Bandwidth That Is You, because mm-hmm. it talks about it in depth but the frequency bandwidth is so i'm going to back up so before we even get to bandwidth let's imagine that there's a spectrum okay of c- human consciousness at this level okay? right and for the sake of discussion let's imagine it's if you measure it it's between 0 and 100 okay mm-hmm. of like what we can express in this consciousness level of humanity's consciousness like if you were to create a scale yeah okay you are never a single point on the scale of 0 to 100 of what you express you're actually a band a, a bandwidth within that spectrum Got it. so let's just say you're between 20 and 30 let's just say so the resonance or the vibrational level that's you is between 20 and 30 on the scale of 0 to 100 yeah so on the days that you don't feel good, you don't eat very well, you're fighting with your kids, you're more 20, Mm -hmm. and the days where you're feeling good, you've meditated, you're eating well, you're exercising, things are going smoothly, now you're at 30. Mm -hmm. So to, to extrapolate from that in your example of the blue, as you move up, in your frequency resonance, yes, the blue gets clearer, brighter, stronger, like more intensely blue. You know, the expression that is you clarifies. So right. whether it's a note, because if you're more audio, you know, and you think of it as a sound, yes, that sound changes and gets more clear and bright, and okay. almost like, you know, shimmers. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm getting it.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll move on from there. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by let's rise together? But, yeah. I mean, I love that phrase, yeah. right? But yeah. it did get me thinking, what does she actually mean? Let's rise together. I mean, us as a collective, us as in the group yeah. Or the GFC, or spherical luminosity and us, or maybe all of them.
0: Yeah, it's all of them. Uh-huh. It's all of them. So uh, my experience in spirit is it's usually very inclusive and expansive at the same time. So it has multiple things happening. It's not just like one thing happening. I mean, there's many things happening at the same time. Yeah. And so when um, uh, I received that phrase, let's rise together, well, it is like us rising in terms of our frequency resonance. Mm-hmm. When we rise individually in terms of our frequency resonance, because we were releasing our distortion patterns, having accountability, confirming the removal of them, as a result of all that, you release the heaviness of your distortion patterns. So as a natural result, your frequency resonance rises. Mm-hmm. When, When the more your frequency resonance rises, the more things start to change in your life because the physical world mirrors spirit. So things start to change in your life, You know, things start to clarify, your relationships get better, how you perceive your life changes, how you feel about it changes, the abundance you experience, the synchronicities experience, change and get better as your frequency resonance rises. As you do that, because you clarify at a certain point, you start to influence the field of consciousness of humanity. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because your frequency resonance has gotten so high, it like ripples out. You know, it's like a ripple effect, like a, a stone dropping in a pond. Yeah. And it ripples out and it starts to impact the consciousness level of humanity. What does that mean? It means that level of consciousness rises. It means that others who might not have had the same head start that you did are able to entrain to a higher level of frequency resonance more quickly because you've done it. Now you may be aware of it because I mean, it's your kids. I was just gonna
1: say family would be, be the immediate. immediate. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But even if like, for example, let's say your kids follow, but like your partner doesn't, yeah. right? Your partner's just like, no, nope, not for me. That's okay. You know, It doesn't have to be like a direct impact to everybody you're close to. It may be. And the other thing I'll just mention is like, we all awaken at our own time, an agreement that you have higher self and pure source. Right. Right? So it's like when you're ready, you're ready. Yeah. so you can't force someone to be ready. Okay. You know? Come on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my parents were very concerned about my sister when I, um, we all started to get into frequency work together. You know Chris and I started first. We've been on a spiritual journey for a long time. Yeah. and so my parents sort of joined us in a like crazy exploration sometime. You know And when we found frequency work, they started meditating a lot and they were very concerned about vanessa and her awakening and they'd be like they'd like have like try to see like should we plan an <gasps> intervention where we get vanessa to meditate i'm like oh, no, no we are not planning oh, anything no, that's funny. <laughs> you know it's like but they were concerned because they didn't you know they didn't want her to yeah. stay in the density and all that sort of stuff so they you know wanted her to have the best life she could and mm-hmm. you know it's funny because you can't make someone awaken yeah, I have to be ready. <laughs> yeah, which is a real bummer. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. well, it can be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Okay,
1: I think that was. I, I just really wanted to have that clarified because it's it's such a cool phrase. Yeah, and I wanted to know exactly what you meant by that. So. Yeah,
0: and oh, I just wanted to mention too. You know, like our little our little logo is actually a hot air balloon. Some people think of it as a light bulb, which works too. Actually, yeah. you know, the brightness of it. But it's actually a little hot air balloon. And you know, uh, when Chris and I, I came up with that. It was like when you drop the sandbags off the hot air balloon, it starts to rise. It's already there, able to rise on its own. It just has the heaviness of distortion pattern around it. The so sandbags symbolize the distortion. distortion pattern, so if yeah. you cut the sandbags off, then the balloon's going to rise. Yeah. So, you know, it all ties together. Yeah, it's
1: lovely. Mm. All right. Now, super technical. Okay. Okay. Ready? Xiphoid process. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there's ever a GFC or live event where you don't eventually talk about the zygote. process.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. So everybody wants to know where it is. It's right here. Oh, um, it's a real thing. Oh yeah, it's a real thing. It's a place in your body. So here's your sternum, right in the center of your, or on me anyway. This is the center of your uh, chest, that big thick bone, the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of the body. And if you trace your it, your sternum to its base, right, you know where it starts to be the top of your rib cage. Right there, as it drops from the bone to the fleshy point, if you poke in it, rah, 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 it's a little bit sore, that's your side process. It's mm-hmm. like right there on me, right? So that's where it is. And it's
1: like a little hung down bony thing, right? Is that well, right? it's just,
0: it's the flesh, actually. It's right underneath. Uh, it's, its It actually makes me feel a little bit nauseous if you yeah, push on it. Yeah, when you, on you press
1: on it. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a look in an anatomy book, and I'm like, side process, is that real? Really? <laughs> yeah, it's a point. <laughs> For real. All right, so the importance of that
0: is, because I mean, Clearly it is, it's every GFC. See, yeah. yeah. So for me, the way I perceive things, the pain body is um, the nexus or the, the, the center of the pain body. Okay, just remember we're gonna have to come back to what the pain body is. Right, okay, <laughs> is for me on frequency level here. So mm-hmm. if you bring your attention from like here to here, like yeah. this little point right here, for me when you guys put your attention in that spot, it's easier for me to clear pain bodies. I don't know why that happens to be perfectly honest it's more like I noticed that it happened and I, I noticed how effective it was so I kept doing it
1: oh wow yeah because I mean lots of people have talked about the pain body but mm-hmm. nobody really does anything with, with it, it. Yeah. so when you started clearing it I was like is that even
0: possible yeah oh. it is possible huh. yeah so um I gave a uh, um like a bonus add-on to the mastery and momentum, refining the six core essentials, Yeah. called How to Clear Your Pain Body. And um, in order to do it, you had to have completed coherence mastery because it requires a certain level of understanding and a certain level of frequency resonance to do. So I just want to back up from that and say, everything, everything is determined by how high your frequency resonance is, how effective you are at clearing your own distortion patterns, how you can clear your own pain body. Mm-hmm. All that stuff becomes more available to you, okay? This is not about... The work that I do, and the work that we do, it's for Glunosity, is not to create more dependency. Mm. It is to empower so that you can do it yourself, yeah. okay? Like, this is not meant to keep you here so you're always dependent on Karen. No, it's for you guys, really, to understand that as your frequency resonance rises, you can do a lot. And so, anyway, I gave this um, workshop on how to clear your own pain body because it is possible. Mm. And you're right. No one ever talks about it. And it's such a pain in the ass, Mm. right? Because it has a memory of all this kind of pain that you've experienced, emotional, mental, psychological, physical. And it's like anything that reminds you of the pain, you're like freak out, right? So now we're talking about what the pain Pain body body is. is. Yeah, Yeah. Go on. So if you clear the pain body... Because the pain body doesn't really like a lot of change. It's trying to keep status quo. It's trying to keep you safe and comfortable. So when you have a lot of change like you do in frequency work, Mm -hmm. if you don't clarify the pain body and then reset it to the new you, because you are a new you when you have released those distortions, whether you're aware of it or not, you're a higher resonating version of you. Mm -hmm. But your pain body remembers the version of you before, which had all the distortion. Right. So if you don't clear the pain body and reset it, I found that people struggle harder because what they're trying to do is they're trying to overcome this habituated memory kept by this thing, this structure called the pain body. Mm-hmm. So if you clear it and like reset it, it's like, ah. All right. This is our new, you know, our new, norm- our new normal. Mm-hmm. And so as if there's a new normal, I can adjust to it. But if not, it like resists, it creates a lot of flare-ups, it can, then you're trying to like fight against it to like integrate. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you clear, I've noticed, like again with, you know, like I, I notice things that work and which don't. And yeah. so um, I was like, oh, that's so much easier for them if I just help them clear it. Mm-hmm. And then they, they can integrate faster. You guys can start to, if you get to a certain point, you can clear your pain bodies yourself.
1: Yeah. Okay. All Maybe, right.
0: and of course, the level and the, um, clarity that you can do it to really depends on your frequency resonance. Right, yeah. Mm. And your vigilance, I can imagine. Yes, and how right. aware you are and how accountable. You're
1: aware, accountable, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so I just want to come back to the cipher process. Now yeah. we understand that it's linked to the being body. Yeah. And so did you just know this intuitively or or...? You know, how did you know the pain body sort of sits around there, or or does it? I mean, I'm imagining this pain body, grumpy little pain body sitting there I'm not changing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: So actually, to me, the pain body is actually um, a sheath around your whole body. It looks like a web. It looks like um, a grid, like a a fine mesh Uh around you. And the center of it, to me, when Mm. I perceive it, is here. Uh, so i 've noticed if you focus here it 's like the governing point uh-huh. you know in martial arts yeah. i don 't know if you know this, but in martial arts, they say if you can control someone 's knees, you control the lower part of their body mm. right If you control I think um, their neck, you basically control their whole body. Does that make sense because I mean this pretty much governs the rest of your body mm-hmm. so in the similar way i, I don 't i mean it 's not destructive like that, but the pain body has a nexus point, so i 've noticed that when people focus there, you can clear the whole pain body faster, and i don 't know why that is I just know. Based on what I know, yeah that that's what happens and it, it's very fast, actually. okay, so yeah. yeah, we all want to make sure that happens. yeah, all right
1: yeah.
0: <gasps> awesome. thank you <laughs> You're
1: welcome. okay. well, you also explained why do we have to clear the pain body? You're, it's like you predicted my question oh, <laughs> <look> at that <laughs> oh. yeah, and the other thing that I've noticed that um more so recently, you started introducing color. Yeah. Into the way that you work. Yeah. Is there a significant reason for that?
0: Yeah. So we are starting to move into um, what I call the new form of frequency work. So I still do, it's funny because frequency work is so new. So it's kind of hilarious to call something new versus old. To me, it's always just an evolution, right? It's like as my consciousness level rises. Um, I become aware of more and more things just for like for everybody. I mean, I'm no different than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing for me is like what's revealed to me as my consciousness level rises, expands. And so things change a little bit. So the way that I would say traditional frequency work has worked is that we focus on distortion patterns and releasing those out of your field at Mm -hmm. frequency level. When I do that, then you confirm, remove it at the physical, mental, emotional level. And that confirms it out of the field that is you. Okay, so it's gone. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, in terms of the colors, that's what I would call a new form of frequency work. So the other form is kind of like, here's the thing, it's very specific, right? Here's the thing, release that. Here's another thing, release that. Okay. Right. So it's very like, on, like kind of like step, 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 step. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I call full-spectrum-like technology. That is well, the Whoa, 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 okay, no, I mean, just say <laughs> that again. <laughs>
1: Full-spectrum light Light technology. technology. See, that's going to be the one where you're going to talk and I'm going to go, ah, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I'm going to leave and say, what? (laughs) Okay, full-spectrum light technology is what you're calling this new level of frequency Frequency work.
0: work. Uh, Yeah. Does it feel different? I think it does, and it also is more empowering Mm. in a certain way. Because it requires the person who's receiving it to be active. Okay. What do you
1: mean by that?
0: Meaning to be aware of, imagine, or to perceive color in some part of their body. Right. Okay. Yeah. So as you may be or may not be aware of, color has a resonance. Right. It has a certain vibrational level, and um, has a frequency. Has a frequency. Yeah. Yeah. It's a frequency, and so um, as a result, I've noticed, and I didn't think this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing this for, I mean. Over, since the, the beginning of about 2021, let's just say. So it's, it's been a little bit of time now that it's been around. Yeah. And I started doing it a little bit slowly and then started to pick up speed. But um, essentially, because color has a spectrum of frequency within it, right? Mm-hmm. There's no, like we talked about talked the color about of the blue, right? Mm-hmm. There's no one shade of blue. There's like this whole spectrum of blue. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you guys are active and imagining this color that starts to expand within you, that, I've noticed, it's really fascinating, that makes it faster, and you don't have to do the step-by-step-by-step by step by step of the distortion. It actually just, like, releases a whole bunch of associated distortion patterns.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's
0: really wild. So let's just imagine we're working on, I don't know, uh, low self-worth and non-deserving. Yeah. Okay. And we're releasing the the pattern of, I'm making this up, and it's hard for me because I I, I don't actually have anything to focus on. But um, let's say that you're releasing the pattern of, I don't feel loved. Like, I'm not worthy of being loved, for example. Okay, so there's associated patterns with that. Okay, so meaning, it's like, I don't feel loved. I don't feel accepted. I'm afraid to be judged. I'm afraid, you know what I mean? There's like a whole, do you see what I'm saying? There's like a bunch of different- I don't feel good enough. enough. yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like I want to be seen. Yeah. Uh, You know, or whatever. I don't want to be rejected. rejected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of associated- Got it. Because it's like a tangle of distortion, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like a single, we're not like, humans are kind of messy, you know? We're not like, we're this one single distortion and then another single distortion, oh, only- <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like this tangle of things. And so what I've noticed about this full-spectrum light technology is as the person who's participating is imagining that, that, that color, mm. let's just say, mm. those are, it's not just the one pattern that dissolves, it's the associated ones that dissolve too, and it's way faster. Mm. So we have this thing that has tremendous speed and then sometimes you have to be very precise and I don't know why. It's not like I think about it. I just know. So I just know that sometimes it's just the distortion. And I know that it's, like I say, it's it's not me thinking, by the way. Yeah, it's just like yeah, an yeah. embodied knowingness. And Because, you know, I'm not thinking. It. If I think, it screws it up, actually, because it drops the resonance. Mm-hmm. So I just know sometimes it's the color. And I don't, it doesn't have a meaning. It's not like red means love. Oh, it's going to ask you. Blue is- means peace. Right. Green means healing. It's not like that at all. So when
1: you use different colors, it's not because it's for a different reason. It's just what color is being used at the time? Yeah,
0: so I'll just know it's purple. Oh. And I don't know why. Right. You know, I just, I just know, like, it's purple. And it's this shade, of, so as much as I can, I try to describe it. Yeah. Whatever you imagine for you is perfect, so uh-huh. you don't have to worry about getting it right. I was just going right. to ask that. yeah. You know? So because, you know, we have all different, like wh- what we understand of color is very different. It's very subjective. Yeah. So, you know, and it's funny because, you know, my husband, Chris, and I talk about color. He's like, that's just blue. I'm like, that's teal. He's like, I don't know. It seems like blue to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like to me, it's like blue, green. Like there's like eight colors in his palette, you know, but um, so it doesn't matter that you have to exactly the same shade that I imagine when I'm doing it, but even in, in because you're in training in that field. Mm. So that's supporting you. Right, all that matters is that you're imagining the blue, whatever blue it is that you're imagining yeah. to expand, and that is enough for it to start for it to work. Basically,
1: uh, it's interesting as you're talking about the color and or frequency bandwidth and what we can access as we get our resonance gets higher, frequency resonance mm-hmm. gets brighter, higher, wider, whatever word that you know describes evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to get in to get a wisdom tooth out, taken many years ago, and they had to you know, put opioids in. Anyways, when I was coming to, and I was coming back, I was seeing the color. And the color was so much brighter and sharper and vibrant and alive than just my normal everyday day. And as you're talking, I'm thinking, "Hmm, I wonder if that's Mm -hmm. part of the whole thing as well with this new Mm -hmm. spectrum of light technology. New spectrum of light technology. Or
0: experience of the color could be quite different. Yes. Yeah. Because as your frequency resonance rises, your senses change. Mm-hmm. Because you're not receiving just a flat physical sensation. So, meaning, like I look at this flower, it is red, mm-hmm. and I see red. Okay, Because your, your, your eye picks up the whatever with the, you know, I'm, I'm not a super scientist, but you know, there's yeah. a whole interaction that happens yeah. with the eyeball and light and all that sort of stuff. Yes? That's right. And into the brain. Okay, When you rise in your frequency resonance, that red, you start to feel the resonance of that breath. Mm. And it gets brighter and clearer because it's not just flat yeah. in terms of the physical sensation. It's the same with any sense, yeah. right? So if, with hearing, it's the same. So um, depending on the mastermind, especially if it's one that's moving very fast or is more advanced or uh, in a live event or whatever it is, and you are a sound person, right? So you hear sound, like sound has a, uh, you know, you're very sensitive to sound. Yeah. Sound becomes a feeling. You feel the sound. Mm. It's not like just the sound you hear with your ear. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It has actually a quality that is felt that is more information than just the physical resonance in your ear. Can you imagine how the world would be if we had that level of
1: sense? And well, it's I amazing. Mean, it's happening. You did a whole podcast on this
0: kind of thing. The,
1: what did we what did you call it the magic of frequency or, or yeah. no, something? Yeah. We need to get, the get the title. Title of that right. yeah.
0: yeah so when we when we talked about like the the magic of frequency work that's part of what happens because your sense is clarified because why because as your frequency resonance rises you get to a point eventually where you start to recognize that you are infinite indestructible consciousness having an embodied experience and that has less distortion or less fewer filters between you and the the physical reality or the illusion. Mm. So it's clearer, sharper, brighter, you know what I mean? It's just like everything becomes more high definition because it's not just being sensed with your physical body, it's being felt as a frequency resonance by all of you. And it's the same, like I said at the very beginning about the field, you know, of you being in the certain field of resonance when you're doing the work and so therefore it makes sense to you because you're not just thinking it with your brain, you're actually receiving it from a frequency standpoint. The same thing happens with your senses. Mm. So there are, however, sometimes where the words are really important. So we do give programs or courses, online courses, where there is more structure, there is more mental understanding, like coherence mastery or mastery momentum, refining the six core essentials, because we're using the focus of the mind to help like, clarify understanding, and then also using the frequency work so that there's that happening on that level too. Mm. So having both can be really important, depending on the application, depending on how structured it is that um, the approach is in that particular moment in time. And if we're just doing the frequency work, it's less important that you mentally understand. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the group frequency calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the critical components of frequency work. So for this particular group frequency calibration, we're going to be focusing on releasing or at least beginning to release the resistance to change. So a lot of us want to have change. We want it to look a certain way, we want it to be a certain way. But when the change actually starts to happen, we can resist it because it's very different from what we know, from what we're comfortable with. So without really realizing it, we can start to resist it and slow things down. So in this particular group frequency calibration, this is an introductory GFC to help release that resistance to change so you can be more in the unknown and be in the momentum of the change instead of in resistance to it. All right, so settling in. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your skin, around your entire body, from the soles of your feet, all the way up your back body, including behind your knees, between your shoulder blades, behind the backs of your ears, all the way up the crown of your head, and then down your front body, over the ridge of your nose, The hollow of your throat, down the entire front body, over the kneecaps, all the way down to the very tips of your toes. And don't forget your side body, both left and right. Underneath your armpits, down the ribcage, over the hips, down the sides of the legs. So being aware of all of your skin, noticing where your skin is stretching more, where the weight is distributed through your skin, what your skin is touching, if your skin is registering as cool or warm, just noticing your skin. Good. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, just notice it at first. Without changing it. How is your breath in this moment? It may be the first time that you've really noticed it today. And after a couple of seconds of noticing your breath, allowing your breath to deepen, to slow down, to expand further into the body. Mm-hmm. Good. And as your breath becomes more expansive, beginning to imagine it expanding and contracting in all directions around you like a balloon. to cultivate more spherical awareness. Mm -hmm. And now, please become aware of your surroundings. And as you become aware of your surroundings, noticing the texture of the air against your skin, noticing if the texture of the air is the same over your forehead as it is behind your ankles, noticing if there is movement what the relative humidity is. If it's cool or warm. Noticing the texture of the air. And then when you're ready, blinking your eyes open and noticing the quality of the light. You're not really looking at anything in particular, you're just noticing the quality of the light. Mm-hmm. quality of the light changes all the time and even if you're in semi-darkness that too has a quality very very rarely are we ever in a situation where there's absolute blackness and even that has a quality So after a few seconds of noticing the quality of the light please triangulate. So for those of you who are new triangulating means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. What those objects are is not important. And it's to become aware of the distance between each object and you and then to feel that distance. So for example, if object A is the coffee table and it's about five feet to you, you would notice the distance of five feet between the coffee table and you and then you would feel that distance. And you would do the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll find that as you do this for each object, your sense of where you are in space will become clearer, more focused, more present for you. good and whenever you finish triangulating blinking your eyes closed and bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line bringing a hand or some fingers to the spot becoming aware of the warmth of skin touching skin And the pressure of flesh pressing against flesh. And as you're aware of this space, taking one single nice deep breath, holding your breath at the top of your breath for a count of six, and then releasing. All the air out of your lungs at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of four. And after you complete this one single long breath, breathing normally, while we wait for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent, So while we wait for that to happen for those of you who are new please note that I'm working on you in the group and subgroups and that I sometimes work in silence. This happens when I'm working with very high frequencies and the mastermind is moving fast enough to be able to work with those very high frequencies and if I were to make sound at those moments it would only drop the frequency resonance which does not benefit you I also do make sound so you may hear me yawn or exhale or hum and that's how I release some of the heavier stickier distortion patterns not always, but often And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you run. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you run. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to explore further. Mhm. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced keeping your attention in that heart space let's ask ourselves the following question how can i become even more aware of my connection only to pure source And for those of you who are new, that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, imagining, sensing, or feeling a brilliance at its very core that starts to get brighter and brighter because you have your attention on it, And as this brilliance becomes brighter, it expands outwards in all directions, through your cells, through your organs, out through your bones, your muscles, and your flesh, out through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is sphere at arm's length all around you. becoming aware of the brilliance within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling your frequency resonance higher. Now this is one of the most important things we do together because the higher your frequency resonance, the more you can influence your reality, what your life looks like changes, how you feel about it is better and how much change you can adapt to shifts up. Now bring your attention please to the space between your forehead and your pineal gland. So your pineal gland is a sphere in the very center of your brain. So if you can imagine the space between your forehead and your pineal gland the first distortion pattern we're going to release, well, actually it's two. So one is the fear of the unknown. And the second, which is not the same, is the fear of the not yet known. So the unknown is amorphous. It may never be known. But the not yet known is the known that's coming, but has not yet arrived. So there's no resolution, but resolution is coming. So they're actually different, even though they sound kind of the same. So releasing the fear, resistance, discomfort with the fear of the unknown and the fear of the not yet known. Really keeping your attention in the space between your forehead and your pineal gland. Good. And now become aware, please, of your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line and along the back of your neck and your spine. Bring a hand to each of these spots if it's helpful to you to keep your focus. So we're releasing now the attachment to what is known. Even if you don't want it anymore, there's still comfort there because it's known to you. And so we tend to hang on to what gives us a sense of certainty, a sense of comfort. Even if we don't like that sameness, that sameness can somehow represent safety. And for some of you, you have really strong lineage patterns anchored in certainty and safety. So, releasing this layer of these distortions. Really good. Mm-hmm. For just a moment, bringing your attention to your heart space. Helping you come a little further into surrender. Releasing some of this control pattern here. Excellent. Bringing your attention now to the xiphoi process, which is right at the base of the sternum, that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So if you trace your sternum from the hall of your throat all the way down to its base and drop a little further than that into the fleshy point where it's a little bit tender when you press on it, that's your xiphoid process. So from there, straight line down towards the belly button by about... Three inches or seven centimeters. Bring your attention to that line. And what I'm doing is I'm clearing out your pain body because your pain body has a memory of who you were before the frequency work. So it just slows down your integration because you keep bumping up against this memory of who you used to be. So releasing, resetting, clearing out. Pain body, this only takes a couple of seconds, good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when Sessions With Me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.